Well, thanks for having us. Appreciate that. Um, I'm going to tell a few stories, okay? Just two or three short stories, and uh, we'll just see what the Lord wants to do. But um, I'll, the sense I have this evening is that I really felt that the Lord just wants to turn. You know, sometimes when you turn the temperature up in your home and then the heating kind of goes up, I just sense he just wants to do that with us spiritually, you know, and, and, and just the idea of him raising our expectation, you know, of all that he can do. Um, we worship a wonderful God and he can, he can do so much more, you know, so much more than all we can uh, dare to imagine. Um, but let, me, let me share a couple of stories. One of, the, one, of, one of the particular things I quite enjoy is chatting to people about Jesus. And so I'll often do that on the streets. So sometimes I'll hook in with the HOTS team and sometimes I'll go out with a friend of mine and we'll just chat just outside the doors at the, at the top of town and in Woke Street. Um, so one of the, some time ago, I was chatting through a group of five, uh, five young men. They, were. they weren't kind of youth, they were in their 20s. And I stopped them and, and introduced who I was and what I was doing on the streets. And, uh, with, and they, gave me the, they gave me some time to talk to them, and I wanted to talk to them about Jesus. And as I started to talk to them, two of them immediately got on their phones. I don't know whether you've ever experienced this. There was just, it was just the, 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 there was very non-responsive. And uh, two of them got on their phones. One of the guys had his arm in a sling because I think he injured his shoulder quite bad and he was dislocated. So I'm talking and talking and talking away. Two of them immediately left after the guys on their phones, they went away, so then there was three of them. And then the guy in the, the arm in the sling, he looked at me and he just said, look, he said, you can, you're never going to convince me to kind of believe all the things that you believe. I can't believe this Jesus. He just said, I can't do this. And I said, okay, you know, I, I, I kind of got that. And I said, well, look, can I, can I just at least pray for, your, pray for your shoulder? And he's there in a sling. He said, yeah, go on then. And it's the shortest prayer I've ever prayed in my life. And it was just like Jesus just healed his shoulder. Jesus healed his shoulder. And then he just, he just said, what have you done? And all his shoulder wriggled a bit. And he took his sling off and he started doing this. He started doing this. He's moving his arm around. And uh, he said it was completely free of pain. And the friend that was with him, he said, this is weird, man. And he ran. <laughs> he ran in the opposite direction. So the guy was on his own with his sling on the floor saying, what have you just done? So I talked to him a bit more about Jesus. He gave his life to Christ. You know, the power of the presence of God is just incredible. So it's just kind of a story. Another very short story. I'm just hoping that the God just begins to sort of build us up and raise our expectation of what he can do. It was a Saturday morning. I was feeling very rough, but I wanted to get out on the streets and just chat to people. One of the common things I ask people is, that, is there, oh, hi there, is there anything we can pray for? You know, it's a really simple thing to do. You know, like you do in church and home group and all the rest of it. You, you ask me, is there anything we can pray for? So this lady was walking down, and I stopped her, introduced who I was with my friend, and we said, is there anything I can pray for? And she pointed to uh, her eye. And I said, oh, what's up with your eye? You know, she said, I can't see. I said, what do you mean you can't see? She said, I've got a glass eye. 
And I'm just thinking, okay, I'm feeling rough. It's a, it's a Saturday morning. And I'm thinking, God, what, 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 why didn't you send me someone with a cold or an ache? Or, any, or I can pray for their distant neighbor or auntie or anything. But this woman with the glass eye. So I said to her, so you want me to pray that your, your glass eye becomes new, a flesh eye? She goes, yeah. And I'm thinking, I can't do this. This is, I've prayed for dead people before, but I've never prayed for a person with a glass eye. So I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, uh, I, I prayed a simple prayer. Um, I had you pray for a glass eye. You know, how on earth do you pray for someone who is blind? So I said, God, just turn this glass eye, become flesh. And I prayed my simple prayer. And um, she had her eyes shut. And, and I'm saying, and you know, after you pray, you say, hey, what's going on? How are you feeling? So, so I said, how are you feeling? What's going on? She opened her eyes. She said, it's still glass. <laughs> and then straight away, I'm thinking, I ain't going to give up. And Jesus, do you remember Jesus prayed for somebody? And um, he had to pray a couple of times. I said, right, I know this is bad. Do you mind if I have another go? She goes, yeah, sure. So I prayed again my best prayer. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking my faith is going, it's going down. And I said, glass eye become flesh, blah, blah, blah. You know, the best prayer you can muster up at that point. And I said, how, how are you doing? <laughs> What's happening? She said, it's still glass. I can't see. <laughs> oh, oh. And then and I, said, um, I said, have you heard the good news? Have you heard the gospel message? She goes, no. And I said, can I share the gospel? She goes, yeah. So I shared the gospel. She gave her life to Christ. And just, just, uh, just one more story, just to, just again, encouragement. Um, I was out with the HOTS team a while ago, and uh, we were packing up. And I noticed this lady behind us. She was hovering around the HOTS team and just interested with the healing flag up. You know what they do on a Saturday. I think they were out the other day. And she, she was inquiring uh, just what we were doing. And she came up and talked to me. She said, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, we're just out here, you know, just seeing what we can do and praying for people. And she turned around to me and she said, am I qualified to heal? Have you ever, has somebody ever said, are you qualified to heal? She said to me. And I said, I think so. <laughs> that was my response. I didn't know what to say. I said, I think so. What about you? I turned around, I took it straight back to this lady. She said, well, I've just failed my spiritualist exams. I went, okay, this is an interesting conversation. And then, she, and then she talked a bit about that, and I said to her, have you ever heard the good news, the gospel? Have you ever heard that? She said, well, not really. So I got some of the other team members to share the gospel. She gave her life to Christ. She's qualified to heal, you know? She's qualified to heal. So I just wanted to, just wanted to share those short stories in, and by way of, uh, just by way of encouragement. And um, I want to do something. Are you guys, uh, you're up for taking a bit of a risk tonight. And uh, we're going to try something. Um, I spoke to Bigsy about it, so he's, he's kind of prepped and ready to go. But I, I just want to share, I found this story. And you know when some of you read the scriptures and it really grabs your attention. And you just think, oh, that's quite interesting. And this is to do with King, it wasn't King David, it was David, how David entered into Saul, King Saul's service. And I'll just read this out. It comes from 1 Samuel 16, reading from chapter, uh, reading from verse 
14. He said this, Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Saul's attendants said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command his servants here to search for someone who can play the lyre. And this, these are the people around Saul. He said, he will play when the evil spirit from God comes on you and you'll feel better. And then so it goes on. So Saul said to his attendants, find me someone who plays well and bring him to me. One of the servants answered, I've seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem. This is David who knows how to play the lyre. He's a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well and is a fine-looking man, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul sent messages to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the sheep. So he's a shepherd at this point. But he, there was, was kind of, obviously, they've heard about this guy who could play uh, and lead worship, etc. It says, So Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and skin of wine and a young goat and sent them with his son David to Saul. Uh, and it said that David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him a lot, and David became one of his armor bearers. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, saying, Allow David to remain in my service. I'm pleased with him. And this is the thing. This is the verse. Verse 23. It said this. Whenever the Spirit of God came on Saul, David would take up his lyre, or guitar, I think it's a guitar, I don't know what it is, and play. And then it said relief would come to Saul, and he would feel better. And the evil spirit would leave him. So this is what I want to try. So the template or the pattern here is that as Big Z as worship is lifted up, there's a dynamic, I think, that's presented in the scripture that kind of people can feel better. In the context here, it was somebody who was being tormented by an evil spirit. But I think what I want to try and do is just try and raise our expectation that as worship is raised up, is lifted up. There's a dynamic where God can bring healing. He can, make, if we're being tormented, if there's stuff going on in our lives, there's a sense that we can feel the dynamic of his spirit, the kingdom, we can feel peaceful. We can, we can healing can happen in the context of worship. There's a whole number of things, that dynamic, that can happen. So I, what I wanted to do is just kind of, just experiment, because Gary's let us loose with you, so he said you're free to do what you want. I wanted to try something. I've noticed, I, I suspect some people have come this evening with a feeling not great. They have ailments, they have sort of broken bones. They have things that they're not peaceful about. There may be a whole number of things going on. And um, what I wanted to do was just, I'm going to ask Big Z to come up and just li maybe lead us in one worship song and during is that okay Big C? I want to that. <laughs> yeah? No. Can you lead? Oh, is it Gary? Really? Yeah. I have faith I have faith in you man. A prophetic dance. So this is what I'd like to do. So you get the pattern, you get. You see what happened in the scriptures where as soon as, uh, it said as soon as, as soon as David led worship or he kind of began to worship, there was a dynamic where something 
spiritually happened. And it said that Saul just kind of felt better. So I just want to, I just want to ask Gary just to lead us in one song. And what I'm going to ask people to do, I don't want you to kind of make it up and say, yeah, I felt better. If there is a, if there is a change in kind of how you're, you're feeling, if there's something shifted within your body, you think, gosh, I wasn't being able to do that. But now I can. We, we just want to hear about that. So that's what we're going to do. You want to say something? Yeah, this is Lucy. Sorry, I'm going to speak now. I've just been, as we were worshipping and praying, just, I think, I sensed that I think sometimes COVID has made us feel not awake spiritually. And I sense that during the worship, when God's making us feel better, I've, I believe that God wants to wake us up spiritually again, uh, revive us again where we've sort of been asleep. So, you know, you might feel something different. You might feel more aware of the Holy Spirit. I believe that God wants to bring you guys life, really, I think, again. If, uh, if anyone here at all has feels a shift in their condition, or a, a, something's just during that worship song, something's changed where you can kind of, you're feeling better. We'd, we'd love to, I'm going to take a brave step. We would love to hear from you right now if anything's changed at all no pressure um so i'm putting my neck on the line but if anybody yeah if anything's changed any dynamic within you's changed as that worship song is lifted up we'd love to we'd love to hear from you so you're free to come forward and share so i'm going to be brave and share that something in my spirit break free I've never sung in tongues in church, not once, not ever. And being a prophet of God, I felt that that was part and parcel of who I am. And yet it's been locked up and boarded up like a mine that I couldn't reach. And tonight it was like God crowbarred, just crowbarred through it, amazingly. So people look at me and think, I need a physical miracle, but it isn't true. I just need God, and his miracles are always the ones that I need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be brave too. Um, Roundabout, I know exactly when it was, about 34 years ago, I, I, was, I was involved in a, an accident on the, my way home from work. Um, a car hit my bike um, and I nearly went under the car. I managed to get the car to hit my bike rather than the car. Um, Gillian was pregnant at the time and I was screaming, not now, not now. Gillian really needs me. She was pregnant with Lydia. Over those years, over those 34 years, uh, 
well, I, well, what happened in the accident, I, I fell on my knee and I really hurt it. And uh, over the years, I felt in later life, that's going to cause me a lot of difficulties. And in the last few days, I've told Gillian, it's coming, it's coming. But I felt a change. I felt a change. And yes, this one. Yeah, uh, it's just, it hurts when, uh, when I move. Um, I work, um, I work for funeral directors. I was, <laughs> I was carrying a coffin down the stairs this morning, and I thought, this is hurting. This is hurting. Um, it's not a very safe procedure anyway, but that's another story. Um, and I had to do that twice. I was woken up at six o'clock this morning, and uh, my funeral director said, we've got two, and I had to carry two coffins down in quick succession. And I thought, this is hurting. I'm not going to be able to do this too much longer. But I'm going to be brave and say, no. So there is a change. Thank you for that. I want to kind of take a moment to talk a bit about the prophetic and prophecy. Uh, so the, one of the things that Lucy and I love uh, about pr prophecy and, and, and words is the, is the, it talks about how the prophetic word has the incredible power to, to edify. You know, when the scripture talks about edification, it, it's kind of, it builds you up from the inside out. That's personally. But it also is a dynamic prophetic words and prophecy that kind of builds the church. And, you know, you can rest assured that God's heart, his default stance, is to build and encourage the church. It's a powerful, powerful gift. Um, and sometimes, you know, we like kind of, we, we, our heart is to kind of see that activated and see people take steps more towards the prophetic and sharing words, etc. So... Um, I was going to hand over to Lucy. I think, Lucy, you've got some, maybe some stuff she'd like to share. So. Okay. I'm just going just gonna to wait a bit, actually. We're so used to saying stuff. But I just felt that I'll say wait. So I'm going to... Do that for a few, a minute. Just come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. I just... Uh, young people at the front. And Big C as well. Um, he's not young, that's why I said Big C. <laughs> Um, I saw, uh, when I first came and saw you guys sitting together, I saw your hands, and they had fireballs in them, okay? And um, it's, I saw that God has called you guys to go, at, to go and do the stuff at your schools, at your colleges, wh wherever you are. But, 
but to be the light in your schools and that he's going to equip you for that. But there's fire, there's fire in your hands to do that. Um, so we just pray for you guys. We pray anointing over you. We pray against any fear. We thank you that this is the next generation. You're calling out. You're calling out because your generation needs to know Jesus, needs the light. You're going to bring hope into your friendship groups. And that might just be meaning to be kind, meaning to be show care, all of that sort of stuff. But the hope, and that's the fire. That's the fire. And so we pray for more. We pray for more. And guys, as well, I just sense that this might be wrong. So I'm, being, I'm being brave now. But I just sense as well, I had the word um, intrusive thoughts. And I think this is linked with mental health and that some of you have been struggling with that. And that's going to go tonight. That's going to stop. In Jesus' name. And, but that's the enemy because the enemy knows that you're, you have fire. Yeah? And I just sensed as well. Sorry, this may be all the words for you guys. Actually, I probably, probably are right. The David and Goliath story. You know, it's really intimidating out there sometimes. Because for all of us as adults as well. That, you know, there's a big army. And it looks really scary and all of that and you know David got called and he got given no armor and five stones yeah but he's put fire on your hands and those are your stones so you don't have to fear okay so God has anointed you and it, you know going to use you and we pray as well for multiplication in your youth in your youth in Jesus name does that make sense am I talking God That's wrong. Sorry. That's wrong, isn't it? Um, Sounds a bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So, what I'd like to opportunity to pray for you. Yeah. Why don't you stand up, put your hands out, and just we want to pray, and people can just come on, stand up. Don't be, this is a night not to be, don't shrink back. You be, we sit down. You stand up. Young people and me. Yeah, stand up. So, Father, we thank you for these. We thank you for these. For these uh, youth, Lord, or whatever they are. Yeah, we thank you for them. And uh, we want to pray that the fire that's in their hands, they cause damage spiritually. We want to pray for uh, uh, um, an impartation on them now. Break off fear. Break off the culture's expectation of that they can't do things and they have to conform. We, we free you now to be everything that God has called you to be in this town and further out. And we pray for the fire that you go and set other people on fire. We pray for your spiritual influence would just be widespread. Yeah, yeah, yes, Lord, just more. There's more that God wants. I tell you what, as we're praying for these, other, I tell you what's happening, that God has given people scriptures and words and pictures for these people here. If you feel right now that God has dropped anything into your spirit, these people here, these youth, they need to hear that. I'm going to invite you to come up and take a brave step and share what God has given you because they need to hear this. So you lot, stay right there. 
If anybody right here, other than these people, have heard anything or seen anything or sensed anything, because that's how God communicates, I'm going to invite you up right now. Please don't hold back. So why don't you come forward and then you can share with me and I'll pray or you can share with them. So if, if that's you, this is your moment to take a brave step while we continue to pray for these. Lord, fill them with your Holy Spirit right now fill them with the mantle there's a few there's a few here who've got the mantle of leadership on your lives the guy at the end the super dry bloke whoever he is uh we pray for him the mantle of leadership on his shoulders the person of influence yeah i pray for for more lord for more yeah just more of what you're doing there The super dry man. We don't have to know his name. He's a super dry man. Lord, bless him. Just bless him with more. Yeah, bless him with more. Yeah. There is stuff in your hands that's dangerous. All of you. Yeah. And for the guy in red um, next to Big C, I heard the word boldness. So you don't think you're bold. But God's going to put boldness in your heart. God sees. God often turns our weaknesses or what we see as weaknesses into opposites. So where you see yourself as not good or not this, not that, he's called you to be bold. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You're free to sit. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Uh, Just sensing the other thing is... uh, the Lord's just been kind of stirring the thing about those intercessors here and those have a, a, a desire to kind of pray. You know, it's like punching through the clouds, you know, to really stand in the place of other people. Um, do we have those here, those, those who have a heart for intercession, a heart to call out for others, a heart to see all that God would long to do in our town? You know, God has promises and a vision and a purpose For this town, there are tens and tens of thousands of people that are yet to know this person called Jesus. And you know he's going to use, there's an aspect of him using the the prophetic intercessors here among us to see things shift, to change the dynamic over our town. Who are you? Just put your hands up if you have a heart to see the shift, to see, to want to pray, to want to intercede, to see the change in the dynamic in our town, to see, uh, you know, that seismic change of, of those tens of thousands of, yet, of people yet to come to Christ, yet to meet this person called Jesus. Why don't you stand? Because we're going to pray over you right now. Can I just get you to stand? Yeah, this is, a, this is an evening not to be shy. This is a, uh, we're not coming back, so Gary tells us, so don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. So why don't you stand? Luce, would you kind of lead, would you just kind of lead us in prayer? I also sense the lady sitting behind me. I heard you pray beautiful prayers. And I saw, uh, yeah, you're hiding, there you go. And I I saw, just I was looking and thinking, why isn't she standing up? (laughs) Because I heard your prayers about um, people taking Bibles in and God hears you and your prayers and all all you guys that intercede, it's like, you know, when you're at a wedding and people throw rose petals on the ground, that, those intercessory prayers are like that. 
And Lord Jesus, we pray. We thank you for these intercessors. We thank you for their faithfulness. We thank you for their wisdom. And, you know, gifting and in, uh, intercession in the Bible is one of those giftings, but it's quite overlooked sometimes. And we just pray for a blessing, just a blessing and a, of power, of, of prayers, that they would have impact, that you'd give them dreams and visions, Lord Jesus, and scriptures. I see, note, I see like notebooks being filled up as well with your prayers to journal those, but just bless you, the Lord bless you in that. Yeah, Lord, we just uh, fill these intercessors and prayers with your spirit. I pray now, what's going to happen is that his God assignments put at the very core of your heart. Lord, I pray that you would speak your assignments over these people and to these people, that you would begin to stir and draw them into a deeper place of calling out to you. Lord, would you release uh, release them into all that you've called them to do and be. I pray, God, for encouragement to come upon these people. Open their eyes, Lord, that they might see. Open their eyes, Lord. I pray, we pray for favor on the intercession in this place and on these people, Lord. Your incredible favor. Lord, break their hearts with the things that break yours. Stir them, Lord. Stir their hearts. Yeah. Amen. Have we got any more time, Gary? We've got a few more minutes? Five minutes. Oh, okay. So I specifically want to pray for those. You know when I was sharing those stories of connecting with people in the streets and people seeing healed? I think some people here, as I shared those stories, the response in your hearts was, I would love to see more of that. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that as I'm connecting with people. I'd love to see more people come to faith. I would love to be more brave and kind of chatting to people about this person called Jesus. But as I was sharing the stories, something in you said, I want that. Where are you? Brave, I want you to put your hands up right now. Yeah, there's, there's a few more actually. You've put your hand up for everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, why don't you, go, can you stand up, please? We're just going to be the last kind of prayer. So the, 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 the what is it? What is the, what is the parable? The, 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 the best wine is left all alive. No, I'm joking. So, okay. Father God, thank you for your heart for the lost, the broken. Thank you, God, that you... You know, it talks about how the Father is always about his work. Despite plague, despite war, despite all the stuff that goes on, you know, the Father, I just want to speak this word of truth, the Father is always about his business, despite our constraints, despite our limitations. And God, we pray for those that have stood right now. God, would you stir would you put a stirring in their hearts, Lord, right now? Stirring in their hearts. We pray just for increased influence right now. And God, I pray right now you'd bring people to their minds 
who you want them to connect with. God, would you drop people's faces into their minds right now, who they're going to go and connect with? Friends, family, people at school, college, at workplace. And God, I pray for boldness. You would give them increased boldness. The scripture constantly talks about be brave, be courageous, be bold, because it's needed. Lord, deposit the boldness, that supernatural boldness. Let that come as well. Yeah, deposit that, Lord. Deposit that in their spirits. Just as something increasing in that way. We pray for divine appointments for these people. Just, you know, no, there's no coincidence, but it just be a divine appointments in the next days and the weeks to come. It won't be by accident, but it'd be God-ordained. Bring them, bring them to the right people to connect with. Lord, you know in this town, those of you that are, you are drawing towards your son, Jesus. Bring those divine appointments, Lord. Amen.